Welcome to the Dreamer's Way podcast. I'm your host, Ella Ryan. Think of this space is your weekly getaway here to ignite your passion, elevate your mindset, and empower you to design a life that truly reflects your dreams. From life hacks to success stories, mindset shifts to moments of pure motivation, the Dreamer's Way is your ultimate source for crafting a life filled with purpose, passion, and endless possibilities. Whether you're looking for some guidance, here for some inspo, or just looking to learn something new, I hope you find a little piece of you inside each episode. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, dreamers, and welcome back to another episode of the Dreamers Way podcast. I hope that the beginning of this new year has been treating you wonderfully. And I want to remind you because I needed this reminder this week as well, that even if the week didn't start the way you were hoping, I know that there's so much pressure at the beginning of a new year to start this glorious path and stay on top of maybe your new goals. You can start at any time. If this week wasn't the week, that's okay. You can start February 1st. You can start tomorrow. You can take it step by step. There's really no one way to do it and there's no one right path as long as you're following what feels good for you and what is most authentic to you and makes you feel good, then you're doing a great job. I think we just put so much pressure on ourselves. I'm so guilty of that. I think for me, the beginning of the year has actually been, if I'm being perfectly transparent here, has been a bit chaotic, a lot of unexpected twists and turns. And you know what? That's okay. That's a part of life. And if we're being perfectly honest with ourselves, that really is a big part of our journey as well. So as much as we'd like to plan and have all these beautiful goals set in place, sometimes the detours are part of that journey and that's okay. So I hope that wherever you are listening to this, that finds you and maybe brings you a little bit of peace. So today's guest, I'm very excited. Speaking of peace, we dive deep into the realms of art therapy, emotional healing, and nervous system regulation with our incredible guest, Jade Chung. So Jade is an art therapist, and she focuses on supporting the deep feelers and creatives through their emotional journeys. Jade's work isn't just about creating beautiful art. It's a profound exploration into the interconnected realms of emotional well-being and nervous system balance. So join us inside today's episode where we explore Jade's personal journey, we discover inspirations behind her soulful work, and the transformative effects it has on those seeking a path to inner peace. I'm very excited for you guys to meet Jade. We actually met earlier this year, and I've actually done some work with Jade, so I can tell you firsthand how incredible she is, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. Without further ado, I'll see you inside. Hi, Jade. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excited for this combo. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for making time for this conversation today. And I'm really excited for the audience to get to know you a little bit more. Do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? For sure. Hello, everyone. I'm Jade. I am a trauma coach, an art therapist, and an intuitive healer. And I work with women, but all really all individuals, but specifically I do work a lot with women and just helping them heal their nervous systems, heal their trauma, and to really 
give women the agency and permission to create a life that feels authentic, whether that be in their job, whether that be in their just general mental health, whether that be in just their overall well-being. And yeah, basically a holistic healer with a focus on like trauma and creativity and also spirituality. And I guess a little more about myself I can elaborate is I actually came into this work about three years ago. I was working initially in corporate art sales and I hated my life and I hated my job. And this was obviously also during that big transition period for a lot of people during COVID. And I ended up just quitting my job. I knew that it was time for me at the time to I don't know. I was feeling really called to move into a life that move into a life and a vision and just serve people and serve the world in a more meaningful way. Felt like I was just selling art to people who didn't really care about art. And I was really passionate about creativity. So I ended up deciding to train to become an art therapist. It was like a calling that came to me during meditation one day when I was like, I was really going through a tough time during COVID. And so I just started doing a lot of self-development work, meditating a lot. And yeah, I just felt called to, yeah, to go into art therapy. And then as I was on my journey to become an art therapist, I had my big spiritual awakening. I had just found a lot of interest in trauma and somatics as well. And since then, I have been just creating a business and a service for people where I integrate everything that I've learned and everything that has really helped me in coming into myself and figuring out what my purpose is to help other people figure out what their purpose, their dream, their highest self, truest self is. (laughs) Oh, I just got goosebumps like several times. Honestly, I should just make a whole podcast on people's origin stories, like how they came to where they are, because it's so beautiful. It's so powerful, especially you're speaking from a place now where you went through the hardship and the the twists and turns you took to get to where you are now. And I, I know for from my own experience, I've been, I think I've been following you now for about a year. So even in that short time, I've seen you share so much. I feel like you have such a wealth of knowledge and it's just, it's very exciting and very inspiring to hear how you got here. So that at some point in your life, you were doing something that maybe just didn't feel in alignment and it led you to a place where you are now, like living the most authentic version of yourself. I think that's incredible. Yeah, thank you. It's really, I think building a business and having your business be like your baby and really just putting your heart into it, it is a spiritual journey in and of itself. But it also just, I don't know, it pushes you in ways where I've... I'm also in human design, I'm a manifesting generator. And so I just tend to have a lot of different interests. But as the past year and two years have gone on, I don't know, it's it's almost I'm absorbing and I'm learning all of this stuff for myself. I'm embodying it for myself. And the, I don't know, the regeneration around that and just being able to reshare that with the world and just to push my edges with what I learn, what I'm interested in, and also what I get to offer to my clients as an mirror and effect of that is 
such such a beautiful thing. And yeah, thank you for acknowledging that. It's something that I, I don't know. Sometimes I get a little bit like, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I'm <laughs> wearing too many hats, if I'm like just sharing too much and I'm oversharing. But I feel like it's it's perspectives that that hopefully help. 100%. I also love that you just mentioned your human design because I was wondering, it was like in my head. I was like, she must be like a an MG or a generator because it's true. Yeah. You have this like gift to be able to tap and share so many different, tap into so many different types of people, but also so many types of practices. So many, you deliver your message in so many different ways that I feel like it's, that's what makes you. And that's what makes your business so successful. If for people that don't know necessarily what like an art therapist or maybe the term like somatic, could Mm. you maybe describe that in like the simplest means possible if you can? Absolutely. Yeah. So art therapy is essentially, everyone knows talk therapy and like psychotherapy. Art therapy is like a branch off of that, a little bit different, but where There are some elements of talk because we communicate through talk mostly, but where we also use art making as a way that we communicate and as a way that we express ourselves because there's just, there's a lot about our human emotion and experience that I have never been able to fully put into words. And I know that many people also, there's just so much depth there that like sometimes you can't formulate into pure sentences and art therapy, it's the discipline where and the idea where you can really express and you can really talk through color, you can talk through shape, you can talk through form, and it allows you to go deeper also into trauma and memory in a way that is gentle. And then you also asked about somatics. Somatic is another word for body-based. So it's the idea that we can essentially heal and do therapy through the lens and the vessel of the body. Art therapy is more about the vessel of using art, the medium of using art and somatic therapy. Somatics is about using the vessel of the body. And what's super important about somatic therapy is that trauma is held in the body. It's held in the nervous system. And I hold the belief personally that we all have trauma. We all have trauma. Some people like to say big T and small T trauma, but it's really just the fact that we all have experienced things in our lives that have hurt us, that we hold, that we haven't fully processed, that we have a lot of emotions around that we maybe haven't fully faced. And all of that gets stored as energy in the body. And so with somatics, it's about allowing for that energy to release and coming back to that trauma revisiting that trauma without without it being like confrontational or in any way like aggressive and just really seeing it from like an energetic lens and yeah with both modalities what we're really doing is working through emotion and expression in like non-traditional ways (laughs) in like non-conventional ways I this is so up my alley I love all of this and I love I love the way you explain somatic healing as a way of like processing emotions. And I agree with you. I believe that we all have trauma regardless of, and like you said, big T, little T. And I think the beautiful thing from my experience with somatic work is that it allows you to feel and process the emotion without re-experiencing the emotion. 
which I think is so beautiful. And I love that this is becoming more readily available for people as opposed to maybe more traditional forms of therapy. Yeah. And then you mentioned also intuitive healing. So this ties everything together. Could you talk a little bit more about being an intuitive healer? Yeah. Oh, where do we go with this? With intuitive healing, what I really work with clients specifically is energetics, but also with accessing their spirit. So something that I do is the Akashic Records. I read the Akashic Records for my clients. I've read one for you (laughs) back in the day when I was still practicing. And what this really allows essentially is when we talk about, okay, I lead with the belief that when we talk about traditional modes of therapy and healing, we are really only working with the dimension of the mind, right? We're just working with our conscious thoughts. We're speaking. And when we're speaking and we're just talking and talking and journaling, even we're really only working with five to 10% of our thoughts. Everything else is subconscious. Everything else lives in the body and everything else also lives in your soul. And There is a lot about our trauma, a lot about our experience and our desires and our visions and everything about us that we are in this lifetime that traces back to past lives, that traces back to our ancestors, that traces back to different, like the history of our soul. And so opening up the dimension of our spirit and our soul which is what we do in intuitive healing and connecting you back with those less tangible pieces of you allows you to just have a a more broad not broad but like more more whole a fuller and fuller picture of who you are what you're here to do what you're here to give and what you're here to receive as well. And like the lessons that you learn, it all really like clicks into place when you have that, when you can see yourself in that spiritual lens as well. I, it's just hearing it now like all, as three different, let's say modalities coming together. It makes perfect sense to me. And it feels like it's that encompassing your whole self, right? As opposed to, like you said, with certain modalities, you're just tapping into maybe that 5%. This is like, everything and and taking that all that into consideration. Yeah. Would you say that now being where you are, so in this role, was this at any point in your life a dream of yours? Did you ever think that you would be in this space now? No. <laughs> Honestly, no. I don't know. I grew up with a lot of I don't know. I want to say limiting beliefs. I know all of us have limiting beliefs, but I never ever thought I would be running my own thing. I never thought I would be a therapist or a healer. I always knew that I was like good at listening. I was like good at supporting people. I love nurturing people. But and I always knew that I was like intuitive and sensitive. But I never thought that I would ever do my own thing or be a leader in any sense, because the way that I grew up was very much my parents both worked for people (laughs) in companies, very much corporate. And it was just never in my vocabulary, the possibility of doing your own thing or also using your own wisdom and using Mm. your own knowledge in a way that isn't based on 
your degree or your obvious education. That was not something I ever thought that I that was possible for me. Yeah. Now I was just always so tied to my education and my degree. (laughs) I was like, what I can do in life has to be correlated to the education that I get. And sure, I've taken certification in everything I do, but it's very different. So that's, yeah. I'm nodding along so much because I, I feel like you just took the words out of my head. I've never been able to say that out loud, but yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And it's just, like you said, it it's, they're still taking certifications. You're still studying. It's not about not doing that. It's just knowing and trusting that what you know too is yeah. so important and just like trusting yourself. Oh my God. Yes. So, I felt that in my bones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how are you? Like the certifications that we do now, like it's, or that I do now, it's about expanding upon certain knowings that I have within. Mm-hmm. Whereas going to college, I'm all for going to college. I'm very glad I had my college education and like experience, but that was something that I was, it's a privilege to say, but I was going along with the flow in doing mm-hmm. that. And I was just was going through the motions and it wasn't from a place of heart. And I really do believe that all of us, are here to live from the heart and we all can if we choose to and some people's life from their hearts and from their soul will look very much like the work and the type of work that they thought they were going to do when they were young and that they went to college for and for some of us it just really evolves Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's quite magical to think back on it is so beautiful and I honestly think it's so fascinating to see how people end up where they are. And like you said, whether this was something that they have been toying with since they were very young, or this is something Mm -hmm. that they never would have dreamt of, but the way life worked, it brought them here. And I think it's, it goes without saying you can feel and you can see when somebody is living and living with their heart and their whatever it is that they're doing, you can just feel when somebody's like stepped into their purpose. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like when you meet somebody and you're like, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I wish that for every single person on this earth to just have that feeling of, and not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows, but like for the most part, you just feel so connected to what it is that you're sharing and what you're doing. I think that's like the best gift you could give somebody. Yeah. It allows you to feel just true in yourself and aligned and It also, I don't know, I guess for me, for a long time, like when I was working in art sales and when I was just going through the motions, I just didn't ever think that I had anything important to say because I was just not thinking deeper really into everything because I was just on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And when people are in their truth and they've tapped into some element of what's within them and that essence within them, that is something that is so magnetic Mm -hmm. and it's what they're here to do. And so if you're speaking and living from the way that you're here to speak and live in, then those who are meant to meet you in that and those you are meant to touch and activate through that gift of yours, essentially, that's, yeah, that's like just what we're here to do, essentially. <laughs> like all of us are just meant to be in our gifts and activate each other and relate to each other. I totally agree. And I'm such a believer in this. And I say this all the time is that like when you are living in your truth, whatever being authentically you looks like, you are going to attract the people that are meant for you. And yeah. on the flip side of that, 
you're going to end up releasing and shedding things that aren't because you're standing so true in your power. I love that so much. Don't mean to totally derail us, but I, before I forget, I really wanted to ask you, you mentioned doing work with women and helping to like heal and restore our nervous system. Can you Mm -hmm. expand on that a little bit in terms of what that might look like in terms of a practice you might do with this client or what type of person this looks like coming to you? Good question. So I, to be honest, will say that I think most of us, if you have not done any kind of nervous system work and you're living in modern society, (laughs) in Western modern society, you probably have a dysregulated nervous system just because there is just so much overstimulation everywhere. Everything that we live in, the systems that we exist in, watching the news every day, being on Instagram every day, going to work every day, talking to 20 people every day, like our nervous systems are not wired for this. They haven't evolved to be able to hold all of the stimulation that is all around us. And so most of us are living in overload and most of us are stressed. (laughs) Most of us are also being fed this. I feel like sometimes I sound like an anarchist when I talk about this, but I feel like all of us are being fed this whole narrative of go, you got to hustle. Like you got to achieve, like you got to climb the ladder. You got to, this is what it takes to be successful. And All of us are just burning ourselves out and stressing ourselves out because we place our value and our truth based on, we base our value and our truth on the standards and expectations of others and of society. Went on a tangent there. But going back to the nervous system, as a result of that, a lot of people are just on alert. I was on high alert for a long time and I didn't really realize that was my nervous system. It's this feeling of waking up, feeling really anxious, um, feeling like you're not able to um, focus, like being really scatterbrained, getting heart palpitations, feeling... I used to have this debilitating fear of speaking in groups and like public speaking and just a lot of like different ways that I held a lot of fear and a lot of stress in my body. And all of us, this shows up in different ways for all of us. Mm. And so long story kind of short, I think everyone could do with nervous system healing, nervous system regulation. And we can all start with, first of all, bringing awareness to what kind of a nervous system response that you tend to lean into without getting too far into it. There's fight, there's flight, there's freeze, there's fawn. Sometimes you have a combination of these different stress responses and they're just the different ways that our nervous system upregulates and activates in order to keep us running essentially mm-hmm. whenever we're in danger or whenever we're stressed. First of all, just coming into awareness of what your body tends to do, whether you tend to freeze and dissociate whenever you're stressed, or if you tend to get a little bit aggressive or you throw a tantrum whenever you're stressed, it shows up for dif- shows up differently for everyone. Getting aware of that and then finding a self-regulation tool that helps you with that stress response that you specifically tend to lean into that you can come back to whenever you notice your body just feeling icky or going into that like response and so there it really differs depending on what your stress response is but what I will say is that one thing 
that I do believe helps everyone is breath. And it's to begin with, just throughout your day, especially though, when you notice yourself getting stressed, how can you give yourself permission to put your hand on your chest, maybe two hands on your chest and take three slow deep breaths and just come back to your body and just interrupt the cycling that is going through in your mind and all of the stress in your body, just bringing that energy back down. That's something that I pretty much tell all my clients. So I would say that long-winded answer. I was hoping you were going to say that. I'm like, what is she going to say? What is, what is it? Like when you breath work, oh my gosh, I love your videos. This isn't a video. So you guys can't see me doing this, but the, you call, is it the butterfly tap? That has been like a game changer for me. For those of you that are obviously listening, you're not watching this. It's literally, I don't know, Jade, if you can describe it. It's hard to describe. So you interlock your two thumbs in the center of your chest so that you're like making a butterfly with your fingers, your hands, like their wings. And then you just tap rhythmically, alternating the taps between your left and right hand. And what this does is that it stimulates, it stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system, but it also is a technique that is based on bilateral stimulation where you are activating both your left and your right hemispheres of the brain. And this just helps to also process certain energies and certain memories that you might be holding. And so this is something that we use in like trauma release as well. I find myself, that's like a default or any sort of tapping of the chest is like so relaxing. Any Mm. sort of breath too, just helps me come back. Just come back. I think. Yeah. Something I'll also offer my favorite, yeah. actually my favorite one is, so I'm doing it right now. You can't see, but if you just put your maybe two, two fingers, your index and your middle finger in the center of your chest, and you just create these circular, small circular motions there and just breathe into that. It just creates, it just allows you to really feel into your heart. And for me, it's very comforting. It just brings me back to my body. So many beautiful techniques. And I I love, I think one of my favorite things about this work is that there's so many techniques and like tools that people can take home with them that don't require much besides like themselves, like your breath work, any sort of little somatic techniques. I absolutely love that. Do you have, I'm sure that there's like a huge list, but do you have a top three that maybe are your fan favorites or you think are just like the most powerful, whether it's to help with your nervous system or just maybe to feel a bit more grounded, come back to the prison. Yeah. So many. Okay. Top three. So I would say the breath, just taking those slow, deep breaths. You can try box breathing, always like the basic breath to start with. So that's like inhaling for four counts, holding for four counts, and then exhaling for four counts, and then holding for four counts, and then just cycling through that for a minute or two. That is like very, just like regulating. I also really recommend whenever someone, if you're feeling stressed or if you're feeling just out of body, If you just like actually let yourself land in your environment and maybe drop your gaze onto something in your vision field, something around you that you feel like safe to put your eyes on and then just start, just start 
noticing the shape of it, noticing the color of it, maybe naming it out loud, naming the things in your environment and letting yourself situate in your environment is something that sounds very simple, but it's actually very effective because when we're, when our nervous systems don't feel safe and we're on overdrive, what's happening is that your body feels like it needs to run from your environment. And so if you can anchor yourself back down into your environment, that is just, it's actually very effective. And the other thing would be to touch something that feels nurturing for you and grounding for you. So that might be yourself. (laughs) That might be just like Mm. giving yourself a hug. It might look like whatever you have on hand. It might look, I have this crystal (laughs) right here. You can't see it, but I hold it when I'm sometimes on calls as a way to ground myself. Yeah. I love that. And see, it's all something that like anybody, you, we all have access to. I think yeah. those are always the best tools to be able to take away and keep them in your, I call it like my little self-regulating toolbox. Mm. Breath work is definitely something I've been experimenting with more, I guess you could say. Even would you agree that there's so many resources online for to follow along with breath work if you're not familiar with any sort of technique? There's so many, there's so many things out there. And I also think that I'm not on YouTube, but there are many beautiful like breath work, like guided breath work sessions on that are super, super helpful. I use Othership on YouTube and they're really good. What I will say is that not everyone finds breath work easy and not everyone finds breath work accessible because without getting too much into it, if your nervous system feels very unsafe and breathing is something that somehow you have around, you have some trauma around and you have a lot of like chest constriction. If you want to explore breath work, would recommend working with a facilitator who can hold you through that process and give you personalized feedback. And then there's also more to say about If you're going to do trauma-informed breath work, then you probably should be doing that with a facilitator because there's a specific way that we work with breath that is very, where we attune to exactly what's happening in your body. But then we, but we can always find different exercises and little practices and tools that, yeah, that are super helpful online on Instagram. I have a whole little folder on my Instagram where I save tools (laughs) that other people post. I'm like, that is a great idea. I'm going to try that out. (laughs) Honestly, people are amazing. I love this space that we're in now. I feel like people are so here to help and share and give Instagram is a free resource, right? For the most part and YouTube. And there's so much out there. And I love that you mentioned that breath work is not necessarily for everybody. And I'm sure you would agree that every tool you're going to have people that it works for and people that it doesn't work for and finding what feels good for you is like important, of course, because we all have different trauma. We all have different experiences, different things leave us feeling good. I love that. I did a breath work. It was a very, I would say quite heavy breath work session. It was about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and It was one of the most powerful, I guess, experiences I've ever had. I don't know how to describe it. I don't even, it felt, I felt high. Like my mom, I felt high, but I guess that makes sense. You're passing so much breath and you're increasing the speed and you're going with a tempo, but oh my gosh, my body, do you want to talk about the best sleep of my life after that? (laughs) My body was just like, 
I just didn't even know what to do with myself. I thought it was so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the amount of energy that you pass through when you are, especially when you're doing that type of breath work where you're probably breathing really fast. And it's Mm -hmm. some people call it like holotropic breath work where it's, you're supposed to get into basically like a hallucinogenic state. And that's how you actually can access a lot of repressed memories. Like, being able to access that and then move that through breath so that it literally, that energy literally releases out of you. Yeah. You're going to feel so much lighter. (laughs) So you're going to sleep like a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Anything to process and release, sign me up always. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Same. same. Do you have, what do you, I know we've covered so much and we've talked about so much. Is there, what do you love the most about what you do? Is there one thing Hmm. Is there one thing that I love about, there are many things, I'm just thinking about which one. <sighs> just love being able to see people become happier <laughs> and just feel more peace. And like the look of connection and like relief that on a client's face after they have moved through a process or a modality that really like landed for them. Mm-hmm. And we really got to a layer or a part to them that they hadn't been able to meet for a long time. It is the most powerful thing to witness. And it's just, of course, it's self-satisfying for me because I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's cool. (laughs) But it's just, it's beautiful because it's just allowing people to come home to themselves and to meet these parts of themselves that like, we all deserve to meet and it's, we shouldn't be hiding. We shouldn't be hiding parts of ourselves away. And we do, all of us do because we feel like we have to essentially. And yeah, it's just the process of seeing a lot of these parts of people, my clients come back to life. Yeah. It's just such a beautiful thing. And I also, I will say in terms of more of the business side of it, I love sharing stuff. To be honest, like I actually quite, I, I go through phases with this, but sometimes I really do enjoy, I just enjoy content creation. I enjoy like creating things for people, sharing education. And I also have really loved, you asked me about one thing and I'm giving you three. <laughs> I also have really loved how doing this work also pushes me to do the work as well. That's been really big. And I don't think that I selfishly would be in the place that I am now if I wasn't doing the work that I'm doing and I wasn't wanting to show up for my clients in integrity. That's also a massive plus. So rewarding. It's it's just mm. so incredible. And I love that you said that you love creating the work that you do because it comes across, at least for somebody like myself, like consuming your content. I think that's so important, right? You can feel when somebody's loving being able to share this and knowing that in eight seconds, I can teach somebody something that they're going to save and then they're going to put that in their toolbox. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I would love if you could share with the audience where they can find you, how they can work with you if they are not in your area, maybe online, if they have workshops, whatever it is you'd like to share with them. I'd love for people to be able to get in touch with you and and work with you. Yeah. So I have a range of different offers. I work with people one-on-one, but also in groups. 
At the moment, my the most accessible way to work with me is through my signature program, Alive. And it's a mind-body healing program where I essentially take my clients through my whole healing blueprint in a way that is very digestible. It takes you from that nervous system regulation and all of those basic tools and everything like that to how do you expand your nervous system so that you can challenge your comfort zone to how do you embody and actually integrate all of that expansion to the energetics, to living in flow, to what it means to open up and be vulnerable with the people around you, how to heal your relational trauma. It's a full one-year program that, yeah, that is live run and is launching for its second round through January. We'll be closing our doors mid-January. Yeah, if you guys are interested, if anyone's interested in doing this nervous system work and doing this healing work, then that's like my foundational program. And then of course, for higher level stuff, there's my one-on-one. I will be doing lots of different workshops and groups going forward as well. For those of you who are just interested in dipping your toes into our therapy, a little bit of somatic work. And I also do offer Akashic readings and energy healings one-on-one as single sessions as well. Amazing. And your Instagram, because I feel like they need to go there first right away because there's (laughs) so much there. There's already so much. You have so much free, amazing content for people. So if you'd like to share that. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at yourpeace.art. I'm sure Ella will put it in the show notes. And then I also have a podcast called Creativity and Soul with Jade. I try to post as regularly as I can. And yeah, that's where we have some of that like more in-depth. We have more like elaboration on some of that Instagram content on the podcast. So if you want to learn more about all of the stuff that we just talked about, which was basically my entire, yeah, like exactly what I do, (laughs) then you can go over there and check that out as well. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think it's so important. I think the beautiful thing about this podcast or, or my intention is that I want people to come here, listen to you, hear you speak and be like, I need to learn everything Jade knows. Like she's my person and I'm so glad you've got a resource for them to go to so many incredible offers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing the work that you do. And thank you for taking the time today to chat with this community and yeah, it's been so thank great. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. And I'm excited to see how this podcast evolves and grows. And it's just such a beautiful thing. I'm all about dreaming and right. Dream. So it's I love the name of it, Dreamer's Way. Yeah. It was so fitting. It just came to me one day. It was like I was sitting and and it was just like, nope, this is the name. Because you've always, I've always been that person that was like, that's your you're kind of dreaming, or that's a bit like unorthodox or that's a bit big mm. old, but it's like mm. people like you, people in this space, people that we're interviewing in this space are showing you that your dreams are like, they're yours for a reason. Like you, you get to do what you want with them and you should mm. do that because look at the beautiful stuff that comes from it. So I'm really happy you know that, that is the here. line. That is the line <laughs> of the day. It's you have your dream for a reason. <laughs> That's exactly it's it. the truth. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Dreamer's Way podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. 
Your feedback truly means the world to us and it helps others discover the podcast too. Thanks again for tuning in. Your support keeps us going and we can't wait to have you back for more. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep on dreaming.